no matter what we face, how I many know favor is always available? God's favor is always available to the born again believer. Is there anybody here that Jesus lives in your heart? Let me see your hands. Hey, that means you're a candidate for the favor of God. And hopefully we can get to it today. There's a difference between grace, which is God's unmerited favor. God's unmerited favor. In other words, you can't do nothing to earn it. It is a gift bestowed on us by God through the Christ, uh, the, the price that Jesus Christ paid on the cross. Is anybody thankful for your salvation today? Praise the Lord. That's, that's grace. But there's another favor on top of favor. Amen. And so that grace is God's unlimited favor. Sovereignly, God does whatever God wants to do. Do you know that God, he has a problem. He does whatever he wants to do. Never one time, Mark, since I've been in the ministry, has God say to me, Ron, I'm stumped. Would you help me out? Ron, do you have any wisdom for me? I don't know what to do. (laughs) Can you imagine a God? Can I tell you, if God needs you, he ceases to be God. There is that unlimited favor. And then there is that uh, ultimate favor, which is on top. It's like Jesus who said, uh, John 10.10, the thief comes and he has a purpose. How many know the devil has a plan too? And that is to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and life. More abundantly. You gotta even say that with a smile. You gotta say it with a smile. It's like, it's, it's not like life and, uh, and even more life. How depressive is that? <laughs> amen. We are the church of the living God. He's alive. Amen. And he wants to pour out his blessings on you. So we have taken the word brave. I do believe in the days ahead, we better be a brave church. A strong church. Uh, we better be, we better mount up with wings as eagles. Amen. Run and not be weary. Walk and not faint. We better wait on the Lord and see what he's going to do. Amen. He has the last say. Oh, we better be brave. We better, uh, mount up. We better, we better, uh, suit up. We'll put on the full armor of God so that we might be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. Because he's not going to lay down and play dead. The closer we get to the rapture, how I many know, the more the onslaught of the enemy. So our theme this year is brave. Be brave. Be strong. Be courageous. Get full of the Holy Ghost. Get Jesus in your heart. Amen? And ask God to give you the favor. It's going to be very important, walking in the favor of God. I, uh, I always say walking in the fog. The fog. How many have ever driven in fog? You've been in fog. You can't hardly see. When I was... Um, a little boy, maybe 10 years old, we travel on Highway 90, uh, east, uh, heading, I was heading west, actually, heading toward Lafayette, Louisiana. And they had sugar cane fields all the way, uh, on the journey toward my grandparents' house. And in the fall, it would get foggy. Early in the morning, fog would set in on the highway. You could hardly have any visibility. And then on top of that, they would burn the sugar cane fields. It burned the fields. And so it's right there on the highway. So the smoke from across comes across the interstate, you know, along with the fog of the morning, which means you can't see a thing. But can I tell you, 
that just because you can't see anything doesn't mean God's not there. One morning, particularly, I was in the back seat. My my older sister, I'm the last of 11. You knew that. That's my problem. All the babies in the room understood. All the first children understood. Life ain't fair, is it? Neither is favor. Hey, I'll get to it in a minute. But it was early morning. They were burning the sugar cane. Smoke and the fog had set in. And uh, mom told dad, how many know any good mom or wife will tell the husband when to pull over? You tell them whether they're good or not. It's just what you do. Who needs Siri when you're married? Pull over, honey, pull over. And uh, so dad reluctantly, it's Moran, he's, he's a Moran, reluctantly he pulled over. And when we did, we heard tires screeching, clashing. One of the cane trucks had jackknife right in the middle of the interstate, and everybody was just going right into the middle of the cane truck, plowing one by one. 10, 12, 15 car collision in the middle of the interstate. But we pulled off, and when the fog rose, you know, when you can get visibility, we were 50 feet from the catastrophe. I mean, oh, God knows right where you are. And the fog I'm talking about is the favor of God. In the Old Testament, remember we talked about prayer, we talked about the altar, uh, the brazen altar, and then the altar of incense is where the man in, in the inside is taking care of us. How many know we have a man on the inside? Jesus, our high priest is taking care of us. We talked about that. But you keep going. The thing a lot of church people don't realize is that you are the priesthood of the believer. We don't need Aaron anymore. Because Jesus, our high priest, has broken through the veil. Can somebody shout glory with me? Jesus broke through the veil. He's the last and final sacrifice. We don't need the Levitical priesthood anymore. And we are the temple of the living God. We are the priest. Amen? So we go on in to the presence of the Lord. And when you go behind the veil, they'd go in with the incense, burning incense, and it would get so smoky behind the veil, sometimes the priest was in just a, a major fog. And I call that fog the favor of God. The favor of God. Can't even see what's going on, but he knows what? That he's in the presence of the Lord. Basically, my friend, favor means living your life in divine presence of the Lord. Favor of God. Every year in a fresh new year gives us fresh divine possibilities. And there's some awesome things that I think God wants to do. How about you? I mean, believe God wants to do some awesome things in your life in 2022. Of course he does. Of course he does. It's awaiting you, and I'm praying for you. I've prayed all week for you and your family, and I believe God's going to give us a fresh outpouring of divine revelation. How many like to have divine revelation? It's like the Lord speaking to you. Can I tell you, if you'll stop a moment and listen, he will do some talking. If we'll, if we'll settle ourselves down, be still and know. That I am God. Amen. And he has a lot to say. And he wants to talk to us this year. Give us divine revelation. And he wants to give us supernatural life-changing favor. And I want breakthrough for Oak Grove in 2022. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're believing for. I don't know what you're wishing for. I don't know if he's already promoted you or he's about to promote you. But how many know God's favor is ready for you? Are you ready for the favor of the Lord? We need to reach into our spirit man and release favor over our life. 
Hey, listen, if you have a family, you need to reach into your spirit and pray and blessings and favor over your children and your grandchildren. How many believe God answers prayer? So, so this is something that, that I want to get to you. Unmerited favor is grace, undeserved, but unlimited favor, uh, listen, uh, it, it is something that needs to be asked for. Have you ever asked anyone to do a favor for you? Hey, would you do me a favor? You know, have you ever done a favor for your enemy? I haven't. If my, <laughs> if my enemy asked for a favor, I'd say Max's number is. <laughs> Favor is not passive. It is a position in the Lord. How many know if you're in the right position, then you can have the right person, which is Jesus. Can you say amen to that? Jesus in 2022 is going to be your position. Rightful standing by salvation gives us the opportunity to release favor in, uh, in our future. So, so you get your face shoes on and you step into the reality of the favor of the Lord. How many know it's real? Pastor, I'm not sure I understand all about favor. Well, that's why I think that we're going to be talking a little bit not passive and uh it's it's activating all that god has planned for you it's yours it's uh it's now and 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 it's real just as how many thinks the holy spirit's real excuse me almost choked to death on a, a cough drop and just as real as the holy spirit is the favor of God. The Spirit wants to impart, bestow blessings in your life. I believe that. I don't believe the church is supposed to be defeated and depressed, struggling and always running. How I many know we're supposed to be the people of God? We're supposed to be blessed. It's not that we don't have troubles. We all have troubles, but we have to be of good cheer. The Lord already overcame. And He has a place, a place for you, a position in Him that has favor. But it's not passive. It's very active. And uh, the first step is the step of faith. Just be brave. Just just be brave in 2022. Melissa and I have been praying for you. We just thought, Oh, Grove, be brave. Stand up. Stand up. How many know this is not today to cower and to be a coward? It's not today to shrink back and to let the culture and the politics and all that's going on dictate to us where we're going to be in the Lord. The favor of the Lord is true. It's real. And God has given it to all of us who ask. Believe God and get great things for you this year. Believing it, praying for it, speaking it, seeking it, keeping it, releasing it, asking God to bless others. It's wonderful. And so I've discovered that if we don't take the first step, generally God doesn't reveal the next step. How many know what I'm talking about? If we don't take the first step of faith and obedience, Generally, he doesn't reveal the next step until we're willing to obey the first thing. So all you got to do, if you don't find that you're moving to the next step, is go back to the first step and see if you obeyed what he said. And so it takes faith. And we must be brave and obedient to the measure of revelation that we've already been given if we want more. How many want more? How many want to go to the next level in 2022? Man, praise God. I do too. And so why do we get stuck, Pastor? Why do we get stuck? Because we want more revelation before we obey the last words. We all want more. I ask, how many, how many want revival in 2022? Woo! How about we just show up for church in 2022? I mean, that would be a revival. I'd have a coronary. You want to get rid of Pastor Ron? 
show up for prayer meeting. I'll just die and you can get you another pastor. I'll just die. Can't believe it. I mean, it's going to take favor. It's not fair, but let me tell you, it has a price. It has a price. Grace is free, unmerited, no price. Favor, it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you something. So we must be brave because we want more. We have to give God obedience. comes before our level of revelation. So if you're in a winter season spiritually, don't be a victim. Don't be a victim. Be brave. Be strong. Be bold. Ask God. How many is ready to ask God for some hard things in 2022? You think God can handle it? Listen, listen. If he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, you think you and your need of $2, you think God can get $2 for you? And so most of us follow Jesus to the place We've been before, not one step further. We're very familiar. We like familiarity. It's very common. But to go one step past where you were, how many know that's victory already? How are you going to advance? What's going to happen in 2022? It's going to take you further into the kingdom, take you further into your, to your vision, take you further into your, to your promotion or to your purpose. Somebody, somebody shout purpose. I believe God has a purpose and a plan for all of us. So we leave unclaimed dreams behind. It's unfamiliar, so we leave unclaimed dreams, unclaimed promises. We leave fresh anointing behind, we, and, we, and we, we hold on to familiar religion. The word religion comes from the root word. It's a Latin word. It actually means to bind. I mean, a religiosity will bind you. But relationship with Jesus will loose you to live his abundant life. And not just life, but abundant life. Life with favor. So he said, I'm going to, not only are you going to live, but you're going to live abundantly. So you got to push past the fear of the unknown and be brave. You got to have, step out in faith and find his favor. So. This year, I'm going to tell my situation back up. God's favor is on my life. This year, I'm going to opt out of all the politics. I mean, no, that's not easy to do with all the voices going on. I'm going to opt out of all the things the enemy says he has a plan for me. How I many know his plans will not fail or will not work because God never fails? How I many belong to the Lord today? You're his kids, you're his servants. So this is the year of favor. Noah found it. Joseph found it, not without a price. Right? Mary found it. What is the favor, Pastor? What is it? Jesus found it, not without a price. So your springtime is coming. Can you say amen to that? Your turnaround situation just around the corner. God wants to bring you more this year. More joy, more peace, more favor, more victory than ever before. Whatever it is you need more of, somebody shout, more, Lord. Say, more, Lord, I need I need this in my life. He's willing to do it for you. Favor is defined. Favor is defined, and I wanted to help you with it. Uh, last time we talked, we talked about prayer. There's an attitude that mattered, remember? It's humility and faith. That's where favor comes from. If God gives you a blessing or a favor, he doesn't intend for you to walk around with arrogance. I mean, no, there's a difference between arrogance and confidence. Confidence allows you to be brave. Arrogance will 
forfeit the favor of God in your life. So it's a, it's a, it's an attitude. It's an atmosphere where you say, look, look, nothing and no one is going to stop me from God's favor in my life in 2022. It's an atmosphere. It's an authority. I'm going to see God bless my family in 2022. I'm going to see God bless Oak Grove in 2022. Now, listen, we're not talking about money. This is not no prosperity gospel. But how many know we have taken the baby and throw it out with the bathwater when it comes to prosperity? I mean, God still blesses his people. And there's authority in Jesus' name. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Does anybody still believe that? It's not, a, it's not something for the prosperity preachers. We believe if we're in Christ, the enemy can't do anything to us. And so sovereignty matters. That's the difference between God's uh, uh, grace, unmerited grace, and God's favor. I mean, oh, God can favor someone if he wants to. It's hard to understand how he can take and set up a King Nebuchadnezzar over a Daniel. How I many know oh, Daniel was the qualified person, but God sovereignly puts. How I many know oh, God can do whatever God wants to do? You understand? And sometimes when you look at it, you wonder, God, what is wrong with you? How I many know oh, He can do what He wants to do? He's God. The will of the Lord be done. And He raises people up and He brings people down. And you thought the nation voted in our president. How I many know oh, if God didn't want our president to be there, He wouldn't have let it be. I think we've succumbed to the culture as if the culture is just operating all by themselves. How I many know oh, there's somebody behind all of this? It's a setup. It's not a setback. And so all while, if you get the wrong perspective, you won't understand what God's doing. How I many know oh, this thing has to get bad before it gets good? <laughs> it doesn't have to affect you personally. But sometimes God takes his hands off of a nation. To discipline the nation. Are you hearing me? It's his plan. It's he does what he wants to do. He can bring down a nation. He can raise up a nation. He does what he wants. That's his sovereign will. So you got to put that in perspective. His sovereignty matters. And we got to wait in patience for God's will and way to have persistence matters. God's timing matters. Separation matters. How I many know we are not of this world? Can I tell you something, folks? Pastor Ron doesn't have to sin to try to reach a sinner. Come on, somebody. Oh, girl doesn't have to compromise to open up the doors and let the, the whole world. We don't have to look like the world to, to, uh, to accept the world into our house. So I think there's a whole lot of churches that have succumbed to the lie that if, if you don't compromise and give in, that you won't have anybody in your church. Is it true? Maybe so. Or maybe this is the remnant. Can somebody help me out here? Maybe if you don't want God, you're not going to seek God. Nothing to do with what we offer. Had a lady call the church one time and said, what are the amenities at Old Grove? The amenities, I said. And I had to pray the Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, help me, help me, help me, help me. <laughs> Don't have any. I said, if there are any amenities at Oak Grove Assembly of God, we have three of them. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. We have anything else to offer except the Word of God. Amen? We are the church. We're not the bowling alley. 
We have a swimming pool. We can fill up the baptistry for you. Well, do you have a fitness center? No, we don't have a fitness center. Who cares about your old flabby body anyway? We need your spirit man to grow up. So so it starts with surrender. I love the way y'all are helping me here. Favor is defined by his power, his presence, his blessings, his refreshing, his enlightenment, his protection, his promotion, his provision. I mean, it's all wrapped up in Jesus. We have Jesus. That's who we are. That's what we have. Well, Pastor, that's all you've got? Can I tell you, that's all we need. That's all we need. Favor embraces the welfare of your life. Whether God has given you, listen to this, whether God has given you something of value or removing something that's hindering you. How many know both of them are favor? It's not always bless me, bless me. How many know God can favor you by taking something that's hurting you out of your life? Do you see in that? Like any parent would do for their children. And parents love to highlight children who obey. We discipline children who don't obey. But we encourage children who obey, don't we? I know when I was growing up, there was a little bit slight light on encouragement and heavy on discipline. And many times in the church, we're so legalistic and so lawful where we're heavy on discipline and light on encouragement. I mean, no, we got to get a balance back in the house of the Lord. Of course God's going to discipline us if we get off the path. But it doesn't mean he doesn't want to bless us. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? So favor is expressed by his divine, divine approval. Can I tell you something, folks? Pastor Ron would have, I'd rather have God's approval than God's anointing any day. Because I think we've mistaken anointing. Some people are just talented and gifted, and we've mistaken it for anointing. I mean, anointing's different than talent. Anointing, how many know it has to come from the Holy Ghost? It's supernatural unction. Doesn't matter how eloquent you can speak. It matters how much time you've been with the Lord. Whether you sing or whether you preach or whether you teach or whatever you do in the name of the Lord. We need his anointing, don't we? But I'd rather have his approval. I'd rather, listen, when Jesus never did a miracle, yet John the Baptist was baptizing him in the Jordan, the heavens opened, and a voice came from heaven and said, This is my son, in whom I am well pleased. This is my boy. Never did a miracle, never changed the water into wine yet, never did nothing yet. He had God's approval, God's favor on a life of obedience. Now, I know he was the son of God who was without sin, but he still had a human nature. Can somebody help me out here? He still had to be led by the Holy Spirit in his humanity. Sometimes we forget. Psalm 84. Let me read a scripture so you can feel like you've been to church. I'm not moving. It's not moving. Allie girl, help me out. There you go. Psalm 84. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows grace and what? Grace and what? Favor and honor. No good thing. Listen to this. No good thing will he withhold from those who what? 
walk uprightly. I wonder if in, in 2022, is there anybody in this house said, Lord, I want to walk uprightly this year? If you walk uprightly, you are a candidate for the favor of the Lord. That's the prerequisite. So in other words, if you want to change it here, he said, you don't walk uprightly. Don't expect the favor of God. Don't expect the goodness of God. Moses said, show me your glory. We're saying this, show me your goodness. And God said, my goodness will pass by you. My favor will pass by you. I've got your front. I've got your back. I've got you surrounded. I've got angels that I have charge over you. How many know that God has your back? So, so it's important that you catch this. Favor is God's gifts bestowed on those who walk in him uprightly. It's kindness, preferential treatment given to people you love. Now, I was a good student early on before I got to junior high. Okay, in second grade. <laughs> no, I was a good student. <laughs> I was a good student. First, second, third, fourth grade. Fifth grade, that's where I started to take a tour. <laughs> Fifth grade, maybe, but six, seven, eight, middle school, boy, that's when transition happens. And how many know it happens in the spiritual maturation of God's people? The immaturity, the idea that you're all grown up now and you don't need anybody. How many know the devil is a liar? We need to learn and grow and be disciplined all along the way. We need to be obedient all the way through, but... But I was, I was, and I know you're surprised by that. I was the teacher's pet. Any teacher's pets in here? Anybody ever was a teacher's pet? A couple of three of you. Laura, I'm not surprised that you were the teacher's pet. I am not surprised. But I was. I mean to tell you, when it was time for me to be something to be read, Ronnie, you come and read before the class. Well, I mean, I was just it. I don't know what to tell you. I just had it. I had it. And it's sometimes it's awesome to be, I don't know, treated with preferential treatment. It's a blessing. But but I got to tell you, uh, I need to know, if you're not walking uprightly, don't expect the blessing. There's a lot of folks that are confused. They think that God ought to preferentially treat you this way or that way and give you whatever you want without any obedience. I mean, that can't be. I love you, but I love you too much to leave you in the shape you're in. Can somebody help me out here? Say, Pastor, you you preach. Sometimes you preach, and, and it's so wrong, and you just make me feel guilty. And good. Good. You need that. Amen? We need that. It's called conviction. But it doesn't come, it doesn't come to you out of spite. It comes because we want you to live your best life. Not your best life now. None of that foolishness. But the life God has planned for you, and you can, you can actually uh, forfeit any blessing if you don't walk in obedience. You can forfeit the blessing of God. I don't know. But how many of you say today, Pastor Ron, I've been blessed ever since I've been serving the Lord? A couple of you. Well, there's a price. There's a price. It's called surrendered life. And I didn't know any better, and I didn't go to college yet. I didn't go to seminary yet. I just got saved. I was so happy to be saved. How many is happy to be saved? I mean, genuinely happy to be saved today. I was so happy to be saved. I would go to church. They didn't have to call for an altar. As soon as the pastor called for I was the first one at the altar. And the last one to leave. I found a new way of living. I said, I found Jesus. It was the best thing I've ever had. 
I said I was high on the most high. Trust me, I've tried it all. None of it can compare. How many know there's such a thing as a new wine? Amen? Hey, I found Jesus. I found the life that's divine. I'm walking in the Spirit. Are y'all hearing me? And it wasn't long after I was saved that I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. How many know that's a wonderful gift? I said, we still believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in unknown tongues. We still believe that. We still believe it's relevant for us today. It's for us today. And it will take you on a blessed journey. It's not something to be embarrassed about or relegated to a back room because we're ashamed. It's not a distraction to the body. Is anybody hearing me today? The Holy Spirit's for us. It's for us to get to know him better. He, he said he comes to lift up Jesus. That's why he's here. So it starts, starts with surrender. I wish I could tell you that just because I live a favored life doesn't mean I don't get sick. Max, wish I can tell you that just because we're favored doesn't mean we have no death in us or losses. Come on now. Doesn't mean you won't get sick or have problems financially or otherwise. It just means we know the one who we can turn to. Can you imagine a person who doesn't have Jesus? I'd have given up a long time ago. In this world, there's no hope. Hello? So, so the price is surrender. And as we position ourselves for God's favor, uh, we must remain pure and we must remain humble. And then we can claim every promise because every promise God ever made is yea and amen in Christ Jesus. So the ticket is Jesus. Jesus is our favor. He's our favor. You have him. You've been favored. Amen. So every. Every blessing comes with the birthright, comes with the birthright, spiritual birth, grace first. And you can't earn it and can't buy it. It's found at the cross. Amen. And he becomes our vanguard and our rear guard and our right hand. Amen. Ten thousand thousand can be fall you and you and how many know the Lord will protect you. The enemy can come at you. I said he 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 can. He can prepare a table in the middle of the desert for you when your enemies are chasing you and trying to destroy you. And so it's found at the cross. That's the starting point. But it also extends to the material realm as well. It doesn't matter who you are or what you do. God just wants to help you. I believe God wants to bless somebody this morning. I tell you, Melissa, all the time, I say, honey, if I had a million bucks, I'd be broke. If I had a million bucks, I'd give it away. My goodness. How stingy. Seems like the more people get, the more they hold on to it. I mean, that's not, a, that's not God's plan. Can I tell you? Favor and generosity go hand in hand, and I will deal with the topic of generosity. But it's not about money. It's about a heart that matters. I said it matters who you are and what you do. Favor on your business plans. How many like to have favor on your business plan? How about your family plan? Can I tell you, if I was a young couple and I was deciding to have a baby, I'd pray through on that thing. I'd make a plan and a strategy. Babies are not free. Oh, how cute. Okay. 
Did anybody set you down to tell you what a baby's going to cost you? And I'm not talking about money. If I didn't have my two girls, I'd be a billionaire. Not to mention Miss Melissa. I love you, baby. I know you're watching. But you know how rich I would be? <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's real. God just wants to help you. <laughs> so, so if you need a sales pitch and you don't know what to do with it, if you're writing a manuscript, if you're taking classes, if you're moving into a degree, if you're, how I many know you need God all the way? Without Him, you can do nothing. You need Him. You need Him for film. You need Him for painting. You need Him for building. You need Him every day from the day you wake up to the moment you go to bed. How many know you need the favor of the Lord? Need the favor of the Lord. So if God knows you obey Him, He'll get to, He'll get the glory. <laughs> and if He gets the glory, He will be glad to favor you. So if you're going to hoard it and hide it and be greedy about it, don't worry about it. You won't get it anyway. I mean, oh, if he can get it through you, he just might get it to you. And that's the problem with some people. They get arrogant instead of confident. They get selfish instead of generous. And uh, and they miss the blessing. So he will favor you beyond your ability, beyond your resources, beyond your comprehension. What are you afraid of? Melissa and I just want to tell you, be brave. Be brave. Let's look at some more verses. Maybe you feel like you've been to church. Psalm 9017, and let the gracious favor of the Lord our God be on us. How many of you let that be your prayer this year? Let the gracious favor of the Lord our God be on us. Confirm for us the work of our hands, God. Yes, yes, confirm for us the work of our hands. In other words, Lord, are you pleased with what I do for you? I don't want to just do, Pastor Mark, I don't want to be a pastor professionally. I want to be a pastor who's Pleasing God. And a pastor who pleases God is a pastor who will tell you the truth. Doesn't water down the gospel to make you fill the pew. Come on now. I said I'd rather be a success privately and fail publicly in people's eyes than to succeed publicly and everybody think, wow, you got a big old church. Once you, you know, you're big and mighty and fail privately. I've had lots of friends, lots of friends who are uh, it appeared they had favor on their life. But how many know God promotes better than man? And the disciples said, hey, who do we obey, God or man? And they were going to be threatened with their life. They said, we can't help but obey God. Can somebody say amen to that? So, so favor is like faith. It demands that God is the source and the only source. Amen? So, so did you wear your favor today? Can you wear favor? Is favor visible? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just as visible as a bad attitude. Had any of you met anybody with a bad attitude lately? My goodness. Why, you can't hardly go nowhere. Like, my, my. It's like a, it's like a, a, a minefield. What's going on? Is everybody really that angry? All I did was blow the horn to wave at you, and you cussed me out. You know what I mean? Craziness is out there. I said craziness is out there. People can sit in your life and 
look at your life, and they can tell whether you're a favorite or not. One encounter with the favor of God is greater than a lifetime worth of your own labor. It's not in your own strength. Favor has nothing to do with your own strength. Favor has everything to do with the blessing of God. Amen? And so with favor comes confidence, and you can be brave. All you have to do is, is know God, first of all. And when they see the favor of God in your life, it will tell them something. It speaks. It's beautiful. It's a sweet-smelling fragrance. So why, why, hey, what do you attribute to, the, why are you so happy? I hear that all the time. Pastor Ron, you've been in the same church 20 years and you're still happy. I thought it's supposed to be that way. You've been married to the same woman for almost 40 years and you're still happy. I thought it's supposed to be that way. You ain't been in my house every day either. You haven't been in my church every day either. It doesn't negate that problems will come. It just means that you better know where the blessing came from. Oh, Grove is a blessing to my wife and I and my children. My wife is a blessing to me. My children are a blessing to me. My grandchildren are a blessing to me. I mean, oh, that's favor. And the one scripture says, you will crown the year with favor. It'd be like a crown on your head. The Lord's going to crown the year, the whole year, with favor. Everywhere you go, people are going to say, there is a life of a man or a woman of God. God's blessed them. Not because you're perfectly in health and have all kind of money. But they can tell there's peace. There's something on the inside working on the outside. Amen? What a wonderful change you can make. You have to have confidence and favor. You need to get this church because it's one of the greatest differences between the world and the church. In the world, they try to step all over each other to make their own way, uh, dog eat dog, to get the promotion. They'll shoot you down. They'll leave you back. They'll, you, you understand what I'm saying? But when God gets ready to promote you, nobody can stop you. Right? And so that's, that's the difference. And um, God opened up doors no man can shut and shut doors no man can open. And as we head to the end of this sermon here, I want to tell you that the door can be shut and locked up for years. But when God stands there in front of that door, I mean, oh, favor will unlock it for you. Favor can do what money can't. Favor can do what your own labors cannot. I don't care how long you've been at the company. I mean, oh, favor comes from the Lord. Comes from the Lord. You got to know where the source is. Comes from the Lord. So it's hard to get this, and you're making transitions, and, and, you know, to have the Lord's favor is to seek his wisdom. We'll get that later on in the series, too. To have the favor of the Lord is to have the wisdom of the Lord, right? When you don't know which way to go and asking God, what should I do? Should I do this? Should I do that? And the Lord will open it up for you. No struggling, no harassment, no kissing up to people. Help me out here. No politics, no need for God to have all that. Favor is so powerful. If if God be for you, help me out. Who can be against you? Favor is basically God endorses you. God approves you. God accepts you. God loves you. Because you're walking uprightly. Because you're walking uprightly. Not because of who you are. Because of who saved you. And who you're walking in according to his will and commands. He's yours. You're his. I am my beloved's, and he is mine. And his banner, favor of love, is over me. Are you seeing that? That's what's happened. That's what's happened. I need some people in this church 
Some of you are about to get into a place of position where God is going to raise you up in 2022. How many is ready to, to move into something that God has for you? Maybe you're not. Maybe you just want to stay there. You're on your way up. Don't forget. On your way up, learn how to stay down. On your way up, learn how to stay down. Brother Hacker, bless his heart, he was staff member here with me. So, so 17 years on staff, I had at least 15 with him before he retired. And every staff meeting, I'd say, Pastor, tell the staff what you always tell the staff. And he'd say, stay humble. Stay humble. That was his one word every single time. Stay humble. And then when he went to the kitchenette, his one word was, is this community property? Because <laughs> Vera would pack him a sandwich every day, but he wanted to know, could he eat this? Uh, y'all, forget it. Y'all don't know how to do God bless him. I love him and I miss him. But the door, listen, the door could be shut by man, but how many know God can open it? So you can't get arrogant, and that's not confidence. That's not being brave. That's arrogance. Don't bow to Baal and think you've arrived. Favor will help you maintain your stance and stay humble. Humble. Sometimes God favors people, and then they get all arrogant about it. You never really know what a person's attitude is going to be by a promotion until they get it. And when they get it, they can get all arrogant about it. And I am the man. I am the woman. I am the boss. I am the chief. I mean, no, it'll be taken from you just as quickly as God gave it to you. Look at Saul, king of Israel. Tallest and best and high head and shoulders above the rest. And he disobeyed God. Disobedience took away his position. And little old David... Freckle-faced, red-headed, little, toe-headed little boy with a slingshot that smelled like stinky sheep. But how many know God can promote you whenever he's ready? God knows how to do it. You don't need a degree. You don't need any pedigree. You just need the Lord. Amen? Amen. I think I'm finished. I I think I'm finished. You've heard me say before, favor ain't fair. But you never heard me say that favor's free. It'll cost you. Surrendered life is a life open to favor. So, Tori, if you would, you and the team can come. Favor makes the ordinary shine in an extraordinary way. It opens up doors that normally would be closed. It protects you from the enemy. It gives you victory over the enemy. It places, uh, it places the wealth of the wicked, laying it up for the righteous. The wealth of the wicked laid up for the righteous. Anybody still believe that? Well, whether you believe it or not, it's true. Favor causes men to give to you. Favor causes you to have a life and have it more abundantly. Well, listen, I, uh, as we close out here, we went to, um, we're pastoring a little church, maybe about 35, 40 people in Louisiana, our last church, actually, before coming to Convoy. And uh, Miss Carol got something in the mail. She, uh, she's working in Children's Church today. But she got something in the mail from the Billy Graham Evangelism Crusade people, Billy Graham. And they're inviting the pastor uh, to a Billy Graham evangelism seminar in Orlando, Florida, uh, for a few days, conference. And and I said to Miss Carol, she's my secretary back then, I don't know if you know that, 20, 27 years she's been with us, 27 years. And um, anyway, uh, I said, Miss Carol, I can't go to that, you know, the budget, we don't have a budget like that at our church, you know, God bless Billy, and I hope everybody has fun. 
But Miss Carol looked at the bottom line and the fine print of the brochure and said, but if you need a scholarship, if your church is not able to send you, Billy Graham will give you a scholarship to go to the Billy Graham Evangelism School of Evangelism, whatever it was. And I said, well, will I be? I mean, oh, if they're going to give it, I'm going to take it. I didn't have it. And so Miss Carol said, I think the board will give you a little bit in and Billy Graham give you a little bit. I bet you and Melissa can go to that. So I talked to Melissa, and she said we can go. And we, so, so we got the tickets. Six hundred dollars that Billy Graham sent me. Six hundred bucks to a little pastor of a small rural church. We got each us a ticket to Orlando, Florida, from Monroe, Louisiana. Just to tell you the story, we got to Atlanta, and in Atlanta they had a whole lot of people somehow had tickets to one plane. How many know they want to sell tickets? They want to sell tickets so bad that they overbooked the plane. Can I tell you, they know how many seats are on the plane, but they they sold more tickets than the plane could hold. Is everybody with me? Seems like you'd be smarter than that if you owned American Airlines. But anyway, they did it, and they said on the speaker, if anybody would like to come to the front desk... You, we have oversold this plane. There's more people. I'm like, you brilliant people. There's more people on the plane than we can hold. If you would like to be bumped, I said, honey, do you want to do the bump? She said, go up there and ask them when the next flight is because we needed to be in Orlando for the conference that night at 7 o'clock. And I went up to the desk. I said, my wife and I are considering being bumped. And she said, I said, but we want to know when the next flight is. I said, one hour later. So we wouldn't have been late for the conference or anything. And I said, well, hi, what do we get for being bumped? She said, you and your wife get two tickets to fly anywhere you want to fly in the United States and Mexico and Hawaii. I said, wait, wait a minute, for free? Put me down. How many know that's favor? The, the preacher couldn't even buy a ticket to get over there, and Billy Graham had to help him. Then he got to Atlanta. Then we got to Orlando, and we stayed in the hotel and had a beautiful conference. While we were there, my sister called me from Texas, and she owns three she owns three timeshares, three. Her and her husband didn't have they had money at that time. They don't have it anymore. Husband gone to be with the Lord already. But she said, Ronnie, I have too many timeshares, and I don't have time to take the time. I said, I'm, I'm happy for you. How does that affect me? I said, I want to give you and Melissa a week. We have a gold crown resort. I want to give you that week, seven days. And I said, where is it at? She said, anywhere, Mexico, Hawaii, anywhere you can get resor- get resort. I said, hold on one second. Hold on. Hold. Melissa. <laughs> Melissa. I think we just got seven days anywhere we want to go and two free tickets anywhere we want to fly. Sounds like a vacation to me. Well, we got her on the line there with the RCI and all of that trading. She was able to get us a week's stay in Acapulco, 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 Mexico. Does anybody know where that's at? At a at a Royal Gold Crown Resort, it's it's called the second best resort on the on the Diamante Zone, Diamante Zone, the Diamond Zone. And we stayed there seven nights. Uh, I just wanted to know. So we went to the Monroe Airport. And I said, hey, hey, we got these two tickets right here. 
fly anywhere we want to go. How much is it, each ticket? They said that price of that ticket to fly to Acapulco from Monroe, Louisiana is $1,100 each. $1,100 each. I said, that's $2,200. Yes, that's correct. I said, hook that up. Give that to me. Thank you very much. I'll slide that in there. I'm going to Acapulco. So when I got to Acapulco to that, to that the Mayan palace, I said to the lady at the front desk, she said, here you go. Here's your keys all week. Enjoy your stay. I'm like, where am I? What just happened? She said, I said, can you tell me how much it would be if I had to pay for this place, this, this resort right here, or per night? She said, $350 a night for seven nights. And I said to myself, little man, you never in your wildest dreams would have been able to take a trip like this. But favor ain't fair. It does cost you something. It didn't cost me a penny, but let me tell you what it cost me. From the day I gave my life to Jesus, I surrendered. To his will. When he said to take a church of 25 people, we took the church of 25 people. Are y'all hearing me? When they couldn't really pay us enough to go to a little conference. How many know God doesn't need anything? If he wants to bless you, how many thinks he can bless you? <laughs> Is there anybody here could stand a blessing this morning? Would you stand to your feet with me? Favor ain't free. I know it ain't fair, but it's definitely not fear. It's going to cost you something. Mostly obedience, faithfulness, generosity of sowing seed. I'll finish the rest of this. Favor has a price. Next week I'll talk about favor has a purpose. Has a purpose. Do I have one more verse up there, Alley girl? By this I know that you favor, you, you favor and delight in me. Look at this. By this I know that you, O oh God, Favor and delight in me because my enemy does not shout in triumph over me. This is not the time for the church to be muffled, muzzled, depressed, or defeated. This is the time for the church of the Lord Jesus to shout. For the Lord is about to give us the victory. Amen. Would you give the Lord a praise? Come on, give him a clap offering this morning.